Welcome to the Vocational Education Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Dan. Yeah, I would have done my hair. We had an own oh, get out <laughs> appearing, appearing on video, but yeah, I'll have to uh, put your makeup on, put your, yeah. Yeah, put your hat on. That's all right. How's things over with uh, spec? Yeah, spec training's doing really well. We've um, we've we've changed um, as necessary in the last nine to ten months, and um, yeah. yeah, we're starting to see some nice changes. It's, it's good to be able to put new staff on, which um, yeah. You know, we're getting some really good people. Uh, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that that's our business, and it's yeah, it's it's doing well. Um, mm. But today, look, I tell you, I'm so excited about finally getting some more episodes of the podcast out after last year. Yeah, right. Um, we had 24, 25 episodes last year, and uh, and then it just all came to a screeching halt. While yeah, we had to right. focus back okay. on the business, and uh, and we had a lot of comments from people saying, "Oh, I kind of miss the discussions you used to have." So I threw a couple of extra bones out there, but nothing nothing like this so it's been great to to catch up with some um, people like yourself in, in the industry and and get a bit of a heads up as to what the last uh, year has been like for you guys yeah. and for, for others and um, not just within vocational education directly but all the um, supporting industries as well um, so yeah it's, it's been nice to get back online yeah sure sure and reach out and connect yeah. So speaking of that, you, your wonderful offices are in the background. So tell us a little bit about um, what's happened to Cloud Assess since um, January, February this year. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, really, as I'm sure it was to you. We, uh, me and the business partner, were watching watching the news, and and just I can remember he phoned me up on the weekend. It was Sunday, and he said, uh, "Have you seen the numbers and what's going on and all that sort of stuff?" And we just thought, "Bloody hell." You know, we're going to have to send people home on Monday, sort of thing, and and we made the call pretty quickly, and and literally sent people home on the on the Monday, and um, and we we weren't sure where it was going to go. We we had some new starters. There was two two new people in the marketing team that it was literally their first day. And we had to give them give them a computer each and a desk and all that sort of stuff, and send them off on the way. And it was a it was a very uh, you know worrying time as I'm sure you went through as every business did in the country um, went through a similar scenario where it was just so much uncertainty um, and thankfully I think the the Australian government had done a pretty pretty bloody good job compared to overseas of, of looking after us and, and doing the best they can I suppose um, but but it's been a very interesting time for for us as an online business there's there's definitely been um, a period of, of heightened interest of getting in line and, and online, sorry, and, and a sense of urgency really for some of the providers. You know, some some providers we work with who were on short courses um, recognised they were going to struggle very quickly because they just couldn't have that face-to-face interaction with their their learners. So we had a few ripples pretty quick. Uh, but on the on the in the grander scheme, you know, it's been a time where we've really. Um, enjoyed being able to help people get online promptly and, and support the changing needs of their business and, and and kind of provide a bit of a solution where rather than, you know, another problem, um, we've kind of been uh, helping people, you know, as you've said, you know, specs had to kind of reshape yourselves, you know, we've been part of that transformation for a lot of new clients. So it's been a, an exciting time, quite busy really, but, uh, but yeah, we don't uh, like to take make too much noise about it obviously there's a few people going through a pretty tough time well i, I was just talking to um, another individual before yourself and um and he also is having a good time this year um yeah. and and we do tend to under 
rate it a little bit or, or not want to go out there and start to tell everybody how great things are because you know we've got empathy but i also encourage you to speak out a little bit saying that you know you your platform has been um almost made for this you know almost made for the fact that you know if you're going to um have an online platform for assessment materials for um basically your lms really then yeah. you've you're ahead of the curve uh yeah so you know I, i'm really glad you've done well so so tell me more about the your staff to start with so we'll go into clients afterwards but talk us through your staff so you obviously sent them home uh, so you've had to transition to um, i guess online or, or remote learning uh, remote not remote learning so remote um remote working staffing. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was relatively seamless for us um we we have a number of systems in the office that were were ready for it everything we do is you know um we use the G Suite, the Google Suite for you know sharing content. We use tools like Slack for communicating. Um, you know, so with Slack you can have a video call or a you know. So so everything just pretty quickly went to um, just heightened levels of of kind of video chats and things like that. That, uh, that it was it was kind of going back to back to the humble beginnings when we you know didn't have an office you know in the very early days and we'd be on the phone all the time and, and catching up. It uh, so it didn't feel too unnatural. I think I think it was a bit difficult. Um, the longer it went on, you know, more people kind of really wanted to get that kind of contact and that collaboration. And you know, it, it's never the same. Um, mm. But but with the tools, right tools in place, and and the the technologies available these days, I think it's easier than ever to to kind of run that remote model. We we'd always been hesitant in the past to kind of entertain working from home, we've always felt that the office environment really fosters that, that collaboration and that, that kind of innovative spirit and that team spirit and that culture that we're after. Mm. Um, but based on, you know, having to go through this process, we, uh, we kind of recognized, well, actually, you know what, there was, there was a lot of areas where we were probably more productive. Um, and now we've come back to the office now there's a, a number of the staff, and I mean, I come in every day, but I only live five minutes down the road. It's, it's okay. pretty easy for me. Um, but most of the staff now work on a, a kind of work from home roster where they might work two or three days a week from home. And that flexibility is just kind of improved how everyone can kind of, you know, you've got your kind of collaborative time a couple of days a week when people are coming in, um, but then they can really just get their heads down and, and just focus on their work and, and not have to bother with the, you know, the commute into the office. Um, and all of that slog that you'd all always have to get through and it, and it seems to be working really well we're kind of really pleased with you know having the nudge because it's something we probably wouldn't have ever done without being forced into it so again it's kind of another situation that we've kind of reflected on afterwards and kind of said well actually that probably changed the shape of the business for the better yeah yeah look i can relate to that i think um we, when we made everything virtual um everyone was scared a little bit a little bit yeah. tentative about how this is going to work and uh once we sort of mastered the use of the virtual classroom um everyone's going wow why didn't we do this before <laughs> you know this is a this is working so well we're getting people from like my last flight the last flight i actually hopped in was a tin can to uh mount isa yeah and and we were running out of a shed in Cloncurry, um a, a group for, for a tae course up there and um and i flew back on that sort of holding my nose going is this thing gonna spread you know was, yeah, right. and uh and got off that plane and that was the last flight i've had um and that was i think february in the um earlier this year yeah i went and, down to sydney in, in january or february and, and we haven't flown since so yeah yeah and, and i just realized that um 
what this is opening up, as you said, a, just a new way of thinking about business. In our case, we said, you know what, these people from Cloncurry, they've got high-speed internet. These people from, you know, central Queensland or, or um, Victoria, Victoria's big, you know, we've, they're, they're yeah. connected. Uh, and now they actually have a chance in their own time without hopping in a car, trying to find parking, as you said, um, trying to find our venues. <laughs> yeah, that was always yeah, yeah. Trying to find this venue. Here it is on Google Maps. Yeah. And, um, and, and they can just follow a link and then they're in their training. That's the plus. And the negative, I think I can touch on what you said there about um, the collaboration, the culture of being in a group. Uh, okay. I know from a company point of view, and, I, and I'll ask you this in a moment, from a company point of view, we've definitely found that you know, we're missing the, the being together more regularly uh, and just shooting the breeze, so to speak. So we've, we've adopted a new or, um, monthly meeting to, to make that a reality, at least virtually for now. But um, yeah, yeah we, we are looking forward. We are having a Christmas party this year, for instance. You know, we are going to do that and it is going to be face to face, you know, um, but we yeah. live in Queensland, so we're lucky. Um, yeah. So with, with your guys, um, that, 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 I guess, uh, cultural change uh, from, from working remotely. Um, has your view changed a little bit on just how important that is or is it, or is it solidified more about how important it is to be in the office? Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Oh, I think, I think it's, it's given me a more open mind to the, the, as I say, the working remotely and working from home and, and providing more flexible arrangements for, for people that are working here. Um, you know, we've got a, quite a few, um, you know, recent mums that have joined the team and it's it's a kind of great win-win because they like a flexible working kind of arrangement um, and it enables us to kind of mobilize a really kind of undertapped um, workforce that's out there um, so I, I think the just the fact it's opened our eyes to to be more um, adaptable I guess to flexible um, flexible arrangements has been a real positive um, the cultural piece yet yeah, it was great to get back and and everyone was keen to, you know, get away from the kids, I suppose, after after the homeschooling for such an intense period. Um, yeah, when, uh, when did you get back together? When, when did you open the office again? Oh, well, well, I carried on coming in all the time because I, I was, you know, five minutes away from home. So I, I was the only person coming into the office for, for you know, three months or so. Okay. Uh, oh, you know, well, we're Queensland as well. So, you know, it would have been similar to you. But pretty much when the, when the restrictions came out, we all started drifting back into the office and just kind of had this roster. Um, but but we insisted on one day a week when Mondays everyone comes in, um, so everyone's in the office. It's quite a busy day, you know. Everyone has the catch ups, and and we have the team weekly or monthly team meeting, um, just to you know, you know, share what's going on, what your priorities are, ask for help where you need help, and all that stuff. So, it's, so I think we've kind of found some common ground or, or some middle ground that kind of gives us a bit more of a a win win across the whole team, which has been. Yeah, a, a kind of forced cultural shift, but 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 one that we recognise as being positive. Mm. I, I think with the the technology out there as well that's that's available, you know, it's not like um, twenty years ago when Skype was pretty new and you you're sitting on a webcam and you know you got this fuzzy picture or whatever. The technology is so much more usable now. It's all web based, so you can get on it easy with any device. Um, just the quality of the technology and the interactions you can have, and then the different ways you can interact are so much more um, refined and so much more, um, you know, better finished than they ever have been. I think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited really about, you know, where the next steps are in terms of that technology and, and how it can kind of support these kind of new ways of working that seem to be, 
you know, some of the larger organizations you hear about and, you know, whether it's, you know, the Googles or whatever the world, they're pretty much saying, you know, it's home office till, you know, Easter next year or whatever. Yeah, at least um, I think the way it's going, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, and I think, you know, globally, you know, I think in Australia, as we said, we're, we're blessed really um, with, with such low infection rates, but I think globally, you know, there's no line of sight really to this change in the way um, the world is at the moment for a, for a long while, I think, so soak it up mm, well, touch wood, it. by the yeah. time this comes out let's hope we haven't had a another wave hey because <laughs> that would be devastating let's okay let's yeah, I, watch that one mm. yeah i think i think everyone's been watching victoria and, and you know i really feel for the people down there you know the the people we work with that are down there have gone through a very tough time mm. but um but you know i think i think everyone's learn from that and, and thankful for i suppose the learning that we can take from that that you know you can't drop your guard you can't you know wait for a second you know one infection is one too many it needs to be investigated and traced and otherwise it's just a threat to everyone so yeah hopefully that's something we can continue to resource so when it comes to cloud assess um how does well there's two questions i've got really the first one was how does cloud assess benefit um, training organizations in this time or, or regardless? And also what are the, uh, just staying positive for a moment, what are some of the big positives that you've in, um, instilled in your business in the last say six months? Well, I've got to write these notes down, otherwise I forget what the point of the question was down, sorry. So in, in terms of benefits, um, you know, the cloud assess platform, it, it's not like an LMS, which is learning centric, you know, LMS is, have traditionally come from the perspective of transferring knowledge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're very broadly and well adopted in, in kind of academia or academic scenarios. But when, when we created Cloud Assess, um, I had an RTO myself and, and we recognized, look, we, we just wanted to, we still held with very high regard the face-to-face -face learning and, and the on-the-job learning. That's a necessary part of most trades anyway. So we said we didn't want anything for transfer of knowledge. It had to be on the job. It had to be learned by doing scenarios, but we wanted to recognize the benefit of a streamlined and, and you know just a smart way to do assessment. We were working with the mines. Um, we had hundreds of trainees as part of our training assessment strategy. We'd have hundreds of trainees on the coal, coal mine site. Um, they worked 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We were there Monday to Thursday office hours. We didn't know which trainee we'd bump into one day to the next. We didn't want to have to carry around a, a box of, you know, hundreds of assessments just so we could pull it out and, and go through it and gather some evidence and, and put it away or portfolios or what have you. So iPads were new and we just said, iPads is the way to do it. You know, it just made sense. And we just thought, oh, this is obvious. There must be a solution out there and, and looked in, in, you know, the app store and online and just couldn't find anything that was really focused on gathering that evidence for, for the, you know, based on the requirements of vocational education. So being the engineers, we were, we made a, a pretty crude model for ourselves using, it's kind of like a um, um, Microsoft access, but for, for Apple Macs, it's called FileMaker. Mm. Um, so you can make these pretty whiz bang um, databases that you could use on an iPad and you could gather signatures and take photos and all of this sort of stuff. And it was very rigid in terms of it was replicated our format, um, but but and there was no flexibility there. But it was exactly what we needed. And when we showed different people in the the vet space, we consistently got this energy and excitement that 
we need something like that. We need something like that. We need something like that. And we know, we know I know a lot of RTOs that, that had said in the past, we've tried e-learning, it doesn't work. We, we can't engage with people, people drop off. There's not that same connection. So they still wanted the face-to-face, -face, but they needed something that was robust for assessment. Um, and that's that's where Cloud Assess came, came, came in really. We didn't build it knowing what LMS is provided um, and working kind of from a Moodle platform or something like that. We actually started from scratch and said, what do we need to do assessment? What do we need to do for practical workplace observations, you know, logbooks, all these different things and, and created quite a, well, 100% a purely assessment centric solution that then since then we've bolted, you know, learning libraries and mapping and workflows and automations and all sorts of different things. But the core and the reason for being was purely assessment and gathering evidence. So so the, the biggest benefit really is, is having that robust and streamlined process for gathering that evidence. Um, you know, in contrast to paper, you know, a paper process is, you know, and, and RTOs we spoke to back in the time that were still using paper um, felt almost constrained by these piles of paper. You know, they knew how busy people were because of the size of the pile of the paper, but you wouldn't know what was in that paper until you'd processed it all. And, oh, can, can I butt in for a sec? I've got to tell you this. Uh, I, I won't. It was a very old RTO. In fact, it's RTO number. Like, I will share this. Its RTO number was 0049. It gives you an idea of how old this RTO was. Yeah, right. And uh, so, yes, people can look it up now. Um, but um, when I was the RTO manager there, there was a basement. And yeah. that basement were so many archive boxes. Yeah. And I used to think, and you know, it, even the, the concept of, of scanning those in for compliance. I thought this isn't the Vatican. We can't do this. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no, we're we going to start. And um, I remember when I came across your company. Did Did you know uh, Simon Moore? Oh, Simon Moore or Lee, Lee Perlitz, You know, I know Lee Perlitz, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's I've worked with her on a range of things over the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were raised by um, Simon was looking at something similar in the mining industry at the time. Um, and, and he talked about carrying the tablet on and being able to assess and click. And I thought, oh, well, you must have known him. Um, yeah. but, um, but Lee, yeah, was the first person to put me onto you. And I thought, what a great concept. So I've always really appreciated what you do. And, you know, one day in the future, we will go with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, one day. Yeah. Um, and I, I, we really will. Uh, and I'm not even saying that as a leader, I really want to do it. Um, because, uh, you know, we're, whilst we're doing everything electronically, um, you know, capturing signatures, all that sort of thing. We're still, we've still got some pretty tacky ways of doing that. And, uh, and we want to get past that for our students sake, you know, and, and uh, I remember um, watching an interview with Gary Vaynerchuk and I'm not a huge fan, but Gary Vaynerchuk is he's one of those influences. So people yeah. tend to listen to what he says. And, and he said uh, in this interview, and he actually demonstrated, he said that if you can make it as easy as possible for the end user to go from this point to this point, um, you're going to be the business that they they want. Um, and he demonstrated yeah. using Alexa, and he just asked Alexa to to um, buy him a pizza. I think it yeah. was. And he just said, Alexa, buy me a pizza. And because he'd pre-recorded uh, the the um, um, I guess the algorithm of what that meant for him, yeah. um, he knew that a pizza was now once away. Yeah, that's exactly oh, right. God help us. Okay, <laughs> so that's, that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, and and that's what you guys are doing, and I, I love that. You know, you're oh. trying to make it easy. Well, I can remember calling Lee and I was very excited when, it, for us, it was just a smarter way to do assessment. It just made sense for the model. You know, we could avoid carrying these records around, but it, when it, my background is efficiency engineering and it's a pretty, pretty dry subject. 
but but we always look at a process and say well what are the things you can take out of that process mm. and people always had looked at assessment as having to be on paper but suddenly we had this technology that meant actually we don't need a sheet of paper anymore we can do this electronically well what does that mean well it means you don't need to print this sheet of paper you don't need to move it here you don't need to you know staple it together you don't need to bundle them up you don't need to distribute them you don't need to wait for them to come back check if there's any missing quality all these steps are just taken out of the process mm. so what you end up with is this you know alexa style process where you know we're automatically enrolling people straight out of the student management system you know the assessors electronically give it out to the students in the class and then they submit it and you can see where it is through that entire journey mm. so not just from an efficiency perspective have you got this streamlined process where you can't lose anything and it's really rapid in terms of as soon as it's done, it's ready for marking and you, you know, we can put controls in place. So if there's errors such as questions not answered or, or you know, um, assessments not marked to make a unit result, we can flag them to say, well, there might be a problem here. You might want to check this before you finalize the result. And all these things you just can't do with paper. But now there's kind of tagged onto that. There's a, there's a very heightened awareness, especially with the ASCO audit changes on student experience um the experiential part from a user's perspective and a student's perspective you know we're really focusing on trying to provide this um i guess end-to-end -end and immersive solution for the learner so that you know they can go through their learner journey they've got a, a smart and kind of frictionless interface that's really easy to use and really easy to understand what's going on and what the priorities are and where the work is and what the results are and they can just go through this journey they've got access to the learning content or you know it might be html html or videos or documents or whatever but it just guides them through this process and, and they're out the other side mm. almost effortlessly i'm sure there's a bit of work involved but, but that's the idea yeah and um obviously you, you mentioned it's been exciting seeing the changes and the updates in the technology especially the virtual video technology etc um i know you guys do have the facility to upload video and all that sort of thing as well um, talk us through, for instance, if um, you're training a tradesperson or, or you're, you're required to have a, uh, an observation of someone doing um, like make a presentation or whatever it's called now, make presentations uh, in the BSB training package. Um, how does the assessor or how does the, well, the assessor actually capture that now and pop it through Cloud Assess and then tick it off? Well, they, they literally have a, a virtual form in front of them that is a checklist of all the criteria they want and, and if they need to upload a video at any point you know then they'd be and and the assessment the assessments are down to the different rtos design you know every rto will break it up interpret the requirements differently or want to create a slightly different slant on the process they want to take people through but you know they might have you know a section where the student reads the instructions on the tablet and then they could sign on the tablet to say yeah i've read the instructions i understand what i'm asked for before they even start the assessment. So we found that's a great practice to put in kind of WHS kind of, or high risk kind of uh, scenarios where people might be putting themselves at risk as part of the assessment process. Um, but essentially the assessor just have the checklist of items on a, a simple checklist in front of them. They might have date pickers that they can drop on, signature fields, upload fields, you know, quick inline checkboxes, drop down lists, all sorts of stuff just to, to enable them to quickly and easily confirm the criteria that's been observed in line with your requirements. And, and at different points, you might want to just upload short and sharp videos. We find we find the longer videos, longer videos are, it's harder to kind of create those bite-sized chunks. And so, you know, we tend to recommend that people kind of break them up and, and just do bite-sized chunks and, and 
capture those and mark them and capture them and mark them rather yeah. than doing a, a half hour video for each student and you know with with video on on devices now that's probably i don't know a, a blooming gigabyte or something mm -hmm. like that so so they do bite-sized chunks they can see them uploading as they go and then they just know where as soon as they hit the result button on that assessment it's done and it's in the hands of the uh, the uh, the rto completed signed and do sealed you, do you think the um, regulators probably have to get a little bit more up to date with what they recognize as valid evidence then because uh, for example uh, um, you just mentioned half hour videos I mean, yeah they are absolutely incredibly um, space consuming uh, but there are a lot of qualifications uh, like I know with bakers with um, apprentices with um, I know in my own field in the TAE you know people have to deliver 40 minute presentations yeah some auditors without Dispersing anyone, but uh, some auditors might want to see where's the video evidence. Where how do you know yeah. they did forty minutes? Oh well, we've got the checklist here, and they said, yeah, but that's not evidence, you know. And and, yeah. and you get in. So so how have you found that? Do you think they they need to sort of move with the times, or do you think they are ready with the times? What's your um, experience there? Oh, uh, it would seem you know you know some auditors have you know got uh, a bit more up to date than others, I guess, but, um, yeah, okay. but we're not finding much friction there in terms of electronic records. You know, we've always had signatures on there. Mm. Um, we have a, for every record that we've got in our system, we've got a chronological timeline of, of all the activities, mm. you know, so oh, when good. it was accessed by the student, when it was, you know, accessed by the assessor, at what point they've done saves or, or you know, submitted the record when it was created through to when it's, closed off and the results finalized you've got all these timeline activities that you can always see so we've we've found that auditors once they've uh, and you know more and more auditors are aware of our product now than ever mm. um they, they seem to be a lot more welcoming and, and kind of open to the level of rigor that you've got behind these electronic records that you wouldn't have with a paper document yeah. you know, with, with a paper document traditionally in the past you know you might give a learner a, a first attempt on a on a knowledge test and it comes back with an incorrect answer and you might say oh can you just have another go at that question for me and get them to do a response and, and then yep lo and behold there's never an incorrect or, or assessment oh, yes, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. appear to be right on the first time well with cloud assess we keep all your attempt history as well so you've got absolutely clean records that show yep there was a failed attempt we issued another attempt here's the feedback we gave them that's all captured and here's the second attempt and again that's in your timeline so you can see all that there that with paper records you just wouldn't have that level of kind of hygiene behind all the facts and data that, yeah. that are just available electronically we've actually got a few clients now that that have actually given access to their account to auditors so auditors can go through on certain courses and, and just have a look around for themselves okay. that seems to have worked well but uh, I'm sure I'd be a bit nervous if I was back in my RTA days giving it in order to access to the filing cabinets. But yeah, that's yeah. and it, it's been done and yeah, and, it, and it's worked and, and, you know, complete transparency to what's going on. Well, that's what they like to see. And I think um, so Cloud Assess is very customizable. You yes, just dropped off there. Every, yeah, everything. Yeah, customizable to every RTO's needs, which I really appreciate. And because uh, every RTO, as you said, interprets things slightly differently as, as far as how they record the evidence and things like that. Um, with regards to how the product uh, fits in with other student management systems and stuff like that, how, how does that work? Yeah, we've, we've got off the shelf integrations with, with uh, 
quite a few of the uh, student management systems now, you know, the big four, the, the Vetrax, the, the job readies, the wires nets, et cetera. Um, we have got a, an API as well that we're happy to adapt. You know, some, some of the larger organizations we work with don't tend to use a traditional student management system. They might use Salesforce, for example, and use mm -hmm. plugins on Salesforce. And they might have a team of people that, that uh, actually support that on the larger businesses. And that's fine. So we've integrated to Salesforce in the past. We also really have Excel large spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't integrate with Excel, but you can export by CSV, I suppose. Um, but um, we've also got clients that, that use like SAP systems, SAP systems like success factors and things like that. Mm. And we're working on integrations that tend to be a bit more bespoke. But I think we're in, a, we're in a, an age now where, and we see it day-to-day -day in apps that we use all the time, whether it's, you know, the Apple health app and you can connect it to Strava where you might connect your rides and, and collect mm. information about your rides and share that with Apple. Integration is so standardized now and the technology behind that is so robust and, and, and well-defined that it's very easy for us to connect to different systems and push information or pull information based off different triggers. So Cloud Assess, the standard is, will, um, you know, we've got an online enrollment solution so you can have your learners online enroll with our solution and then we'll push those enrollments to your student management system. And as students are awarded an outcome, you can fire that result on a live basis. So we don't poll them in the evening and, and wait for them all to collect up. We fire them as they occur. So you know that it's always like for like in your two systems and that seems to work pretty well. Well, that's great. And that's all of Vetmis compliant with the enrollment process? Yeah, so we, we collect the Vetmis stuff and push it over to the student management systems. Um, and then, uh, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of other reporting requirements. We do a bit of smart and skilled um, data sets for some of our clients that operate down in New South Wales. We've got a reporting engine that we can customize reports in there as well. So, you know, it's, it's all, it's all, I suppose, I suppose from our perspective, you know, um, the product has, has never been complete. You know, we've always continued to say, well, what's the next thing? What's the next thing that people see as most valuable and, and how is it going to, you know, enhance their experience as a, as a customer or a user? And that, that changed a bit when, when COVID came about. You know, we, as I said, we were always very assessment centric and COVID kicked in and we said, right, what do we need to do to support people with kind of a bit more of a distance learning approach? So we made some changes to the content library so you could host a better range of content. Um, we made some changes to, um, we created a collaboration space. So you had a course posts area so you could collaborate with your cohort and share comments and communication with the cohort. Um, we've just released a couple of months ago now a new learner app, uh, which is a web-based interface so you can access it through your phone or your iPad or your laptop. And that's just a lot more cleaner, simpler experience for the learner to, to navigate through. And that's just about to be complemented with messaging. So we've got a full messaging solution in there so that actually you can interact with your assessors in a very simple and, and kind of intuitive way. You can connect to your assessors, ask them questions and get responses in a kind of message bank um, just much as you would with, you know, Microsoft, or what would you call it, Facebook Messenger or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, that actually leads me to my, my last question, I guess, which is what's in the future now for Cloud Assess? What sort of things are maybe you're working on right now or what sort of things do you see maybe for the next two to five years? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there was a sudden sudden push on the virtual classrooms and all sorts of things like that. Um, we we just surveyed our client base just a couple of weeks ago, and um, it, it's quite interesting because 
depending on who you ask, you get a different answer. So the assessors want different things to what the admins want, and it's very clear and different what they want. Um, you know, the, the owners of the business or the managers have got a slightly different perspective as well. So we'll always be keen to provide as much value as we can and, and continue to support the vocational education space. Um, we've got a few ideas around innovations that, that, uh, that I won't share with you, um, but we're, we've got a few things that will be coming in, in weeks and months. Like, as I said, the messaging's coming, we're updating and announcement features so that it's just easier to connect and work with people remotely. Um, that's a nice tease, I like that. <laughs> say again, sorry? So that's a nice tease. Yeah. Tell us about it right now, but it's oh, there's, some, there's there's a there's a little little idea I've had for for a while, and and I think it's really exciting. It's, it's is really, it a robot? Is it a robot? No, does, unfortunately does a robot... not. <laughs> unfortunately it's all not. That robots and AI now. Come yeah. On. No, it's not. But um, but I think it's a real opportunity to um, really enhance uh, assessment practices in the vet space. So I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, mm. resourcing it when we've got 100 priorities is is uh, you know on the list of priorities, unfortunately. I'd like yeah. to do it tomorrow, but yeah. So a bit of a teaser there, I'm afraid, Dan. No, I like that, that's good. Keep the audience guessing, coming back. Yeah, yeah no, I like it. Uh, as I said, I've always loved your product and um, it's been so great to catch up with you today. And um, we'll probably post this, um, yeah, well, definitely the start of Christmas, um, definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, but isn't Christmas coming way too fast? Yeah, I just <laughs> looked at the calendar. I'm like, I've got no free, I've got one free weekend, which is weekend after next before Christmas. And then it's the kids' holidays and crazy so yeah oh, well, it's, it's good in one way yeah uh, probably. all right first well, world problems right yeah first world problems and we've got jobs and we, we don't want to start um worrying too much about uh the fact that we're doing okay exactly right yeah. exactly no right. well it's been an absolute pleasure again rob and uh it was nice catching up with alex last year as well so um it was good to have a chat with him and uh yeah i think maybe we won't wait so long next time we'll uh, have another chat and yeah. uh, and see what things like maybe in the middle of next year yeah, maybe we could host you and uh, I could throw a few questions at you and uh, we could do a bit of a flip round and, uh, and see how that goes. Sure. No, happy to, yeah. happy to abide. Yeah, that'd be great fun. <laughs> right, my friend, well, enjoy the rest of your day and um, uh, just let everybody know how they can get hold of Cloud Assess, what sort of uh, things may be on offer through the, um, the, the conference or whatever and, and uh, yeah, how they can maybe contact you directly as well. Yeah, we're, uh, we're always available on www.cloudassess.com.au. Um, so, but by all means, reach out to me if you're uh, interested in anything that we've spoken about on rob at cloudassess.com.au. And uh, yeah, we'd be happy to, uh, you know, put together a trial and, and help people understand what the experience is that we create. Great, Thanks and what, uh, what people are you looking for at the moment? Do you, do you want to put an ad out for any good techs out there? Who are you looking for? Yeah, we're definitely um, looking for a, um, um, a couple of coders. So if anyone knows anyone that's good on Ruby on Rails, we're always um, hot to meet those sorts of candidates. And yeah, we're really excited about, we're, we're looking to grow the, the sales team, but what we've realized is actually we're looking for um, someone with RTO management experience that's probably looking for a bit of a career change, but someone that really understands the value of, you know, more efficient processes and, and, and you know, more efficient practices and, and the importance of compliance and, and everything that we do that would really be able to articulate that and, mm. and connect well with a client base or a prospect base. So not necessarily a, a salesperson, but uh, yeah, we're certainly looking for someone to kind of 
build on those relationships and help mm. people understand the value that we provide. So yeah, if you know anyone that's down there, <laughs> yeah, that's a passion about the industry and, yeah. and, and able to really understand the value that we provide because we're a niche product. You know, it's not like, you know, finding someone to, to sell Facebook or Instagram accounts. It's, you know, it's quite a niche industry. But if you know anyone, let me know, Dan. Oh, well, we'll keep an eye out. Absolutely. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. whoever listens to this podcast. So there you go. Promote the podcast. You never know. Someone might go, ah, I know someone. Yeah, there we go. They got my email yeah, address now, so that's good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, again, thanks uh, for spending your time with us today. And um, yes, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I look forward to catching up soon. Excellent. All the best, Rob. All right. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye for now.